Mondays on Radio 191 FM. Ahi ahi. This is the R1 News for Rahina, Tokoma, Toru, or Mahudu. Kokwinton Tiene. 33 new cases of COVID-19 were detected in the community today, bringing the total number of cases associated with this outbreak to 955. Only one of these cases remains unlinked. All of these cases were detected in Tamaki Makoto. Students at Otago University will be returning to campus today to continue in-person learning in some courses, albeit socially distanced. Only lectures with fewer than 100 people will be able to resume with students spaced apart. Across campus and in buildings, there are signs and markings to ensure that students remain as socially distanced as possible. Face masks are encouraged, but not compulsory, in all teaching and learning spaces, including libraries and lecture theatres. Face masks are compulsory in all stores on campus, student health services and Unipol, except when exercising. This afternoon, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern is set to announce the future for alert levels across the country. Auckland is still at alert level 4, and the rest of the country at alert level 2. 500,000 more doses of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine have been purchased from Denmark to enable the government to continue the pace at which they're currently vaccinating the country until larger orders arrive from Pfizer in October. This follows a further 250,000 doses of the vaccine which were purchased from Spain. To date, 2.8 million New Zealanders, or 63.6% of eligible New Zealanders, have received at least one dose of the vaccine. 32.4% of eligible New Zealanders are fully vaccinated. One of the last remaining student bars, an iconic Dunedin music venue Starters, will be closing its doors effective immediately, citing health and safety concerns. Otago University Students Association, the owner of Starters Bar, said that they were devastated that the bar would not be reopening post-lockdown, and that they would be searching for an alternative venue. OUSA purchased the bar in 2018, with the bar reopening in 2019 to coincide with OWEC. The bar was operated in line with OUSA's harm reduction strategy to ensure students had somewhere safe to socialise. David Bennett, spokesperson for Save Dunedin Live Music, called the loss of the venue a really big blow, given its important role in the Dunedin music scene. Starters Bar was feeling quite a... um a unique gap in the fact that it was one of the only venues in town that had uh, a good enough technical spec and capacity to support most mid-level touring acts like New Zealand national touring acts. Bennett was concerned we'd see a loss of musicians coming to Dunedin, particularly those of a medium size. Uh, And now basically the next tier down of New Zealand touring bands and international touring bands no longer have a place um, that's quite suitable. He hopes that work being done with the council and the formation of the Live Music Action Plan would help better future-proof venues such as Starters. Bennett believes that the council and university have an obligation to get involved to protect venues, students and the Dunedin music scene before it's too late. OUSA President Michaela Waitavi told Radio 1 that the business is only temporarily closing while they look for a new venue for Starters Bar. OUSA is currently exploring new venue options. Yeah, exploring options, I guess it's with this decision just having been made. We didn't immediately sort of get on the get on the phone, but um, have reached out to the DCC and the university and hoping that discussions will be fruitful. 
Wait Harvey told Radio 1 that she does not believe that the closure of Starters Bar is in the same vein as the closures of other student bars, given the reason for Starters closure is health and safety related, rather than a business decision. While the closure of the bar seems to be at odds with the OUSA harm reduction strategy, President Waite Harvey is confident that this is only a temporary blip while they search for a new venue. You know, the thing that we prided ourselves on was not just saying that we cared about student safety and and student culture and we actually did stuff about it. We had practical solutions like a bar. We're not giving up. This is temporary. We're looking for another venue. So we're hoping it's just a short blip in our tangible operations of our goals. Lockdowns lead to methamphetamine consumption dropping by nearly half, wastewater testing data from the March 2020 lockdowns show. Wastewater testing conducted by ESR for the New Zealand Police showed methamphetamine consumption was nearly at 19 kilograms per week over the period of February to March 2020. By May 2020, this had dropped to just over 10 kilograms per week. A similar trend was observed for MDMA usage, dropping from over 9 kilograms per week in the period of February to March 2020 to around 7 kilograms per week by May 2020. MDMA usage was already declining, however, coming down from a high of 12 kilograms per week in the festival season of January to February 2020. A spokesperson for ESR, the Crown Research Institute which conducts the wastewater testing, told Radio 1 that they do not yet test wastewater for alcohol content, so it is unknown how this consumption is affected during lockdowns. Wastewater data is not yet available for the most recent alert level 4 lockdown. The New Zealand police say drug dealers were better prepared for another lockdown this year and stockpiled drugs in preparation. Police believe that as the rest of the world isn't locked down at the same time, drugs are more likely than last lockdown to make their way into the country. However, while overall drug use has trended down, the New Zealand Drug Foundation says that lockdowns lead to people taking drugs in riskier ways. The foundation wants to remind people to only consume drugs in an environment in which they feel safe. Similarly, if people choose to take drugs during heightened alert levels, the Foundation wants to remind people to look after themselves and to not break lockdown protocols in the process. The Dunedin Farmers Market was back up and running on Saturday, despite alert level 2 restrictions hampering business. Under alert level 2 guidelines, only 100 people are allowed to gather at any time in an open-air venue. Customers were queuing up in the rain to get into the farmer's market, in line with alert level restrictions. Only 33 out of the usual 54 vendors were there over the weekend, with about 1,400 customers making their way through the infamous Saturday market. Alert level restrictions also meant that market staples such as the live music and seating areas could not operate. Customers were asked to stay for no longer than 15 minutes to ensure that the lines ran smoothly and everyone got a chance to shop. Now that we're in alert level 2, $4 lunch is back on. Here is Jema from the Hare Krishnas to tell you a little bit more. Hey everyone, it's Jema from the Krishna Lunches here. Um, just letting you know that we're back in swing and that you're all invited. We're cooking up some beautiful pasta with coconut cream and green beans today. We've got apple crumble, samosas, yummy potato pakoras, freshly made carrot, beetroot and ginger juice. Lots of love and everything's in place for the necessary uh, procedure. So come on in, celebrate our freedom, and we look forward to seeing you all soon. 12 till 2.30.
That was the R1 News. Now time for the weather with Molly Kate. The Radio 191 FM weather. High of 14 degrees today with showers coming back this afternoon. Potential thunderstorms and hail. Possible snow down to 200 metres this evening and a cool 4 degrees overnight. That was the weather here on Radio 1 Te Reo Irarangi Kotahi 91 FM. The R1 News, weekdays at 12, 2 and 5. Or catch up on our podcast page. 